McDonald's won its battle with investor Carl Icahn, Subway is shaking up its franchising strategy, and the James Beard Awards will look different when they return to Chicago next month. This is RV Daily, your quick look at the industry's top stories from the editors of Restaurant Business. I'm Heather Lally, Senior Editor at RB. And I'm RB Senior Editor Joe Guskowski. McDonald's proxy battle with renowned investor Carl Icahn turned into a blowout. All 12 of the company's directors won re-election to the board, and ICON's two nominees, Leslie Samuel Rich and Maisie Gansler, received just 1% of the vote, according to the company. ICON had the option to speak at McDonald's annual meeting on Thursday, but withdrew two days ago, according to the company. Meanwhile, shareholders reportedly approved a non-binding measure recommending the company conduct a civil rights audit. Subway announced a new franchising strategy. The company said that it plans to broaden its franchisee profile, targeting new multi-unit operators, and it says it is talking with them about acquiring existing restaurants to bring them into the system. The company is also focusing on international growth and has convinced franchisees of some 9,000 restaurants to remodel their locations. Subway said that three quarters of its U.S. restaurants, some 15,000 locations, are up more than 8% percent over 2019 levels. When the James Beard Awards returned to Chicago on June 13th for the first time since 2019, the, quote, Oscars of the food world will be hosted by an organization that has spent the pandemic soul-searching. After abruptly canceling the announcement of award winners in both 2020 and 2021, citing a variety of reasons, the 36-year-old James Beard Foundation radically reimagined both its internal operations and external programs to be more diverse and equitable. It's a process that has been needed for years, those from the foundation and the industry say, and one that was rigorous, transformative, and at times, contentious. Jack in the Box's restaurant margins plummeted last quarter. The company said its same-store sales declined 0.8% in the quarter ended April 17th, but margins at corporate restaurants declined to 15% from 25.9% in the same period a year ago. Labor costs rose due to a 14% increase in wage rates. Commodity costs increased 16.4% in the period. Jack in the Box has various strategies to improve profitability, including simplifying burger builds, automated shake machine cleaning, and new cheese pumps. The company also said it has a new plan to attract and retain employees. Technology continues to pop up as a solution for many of restaurants' pressing problems, and a few novel trends emerged at this year's National Restaurant Association show. Some experts predicted we'll see more casual dining drive throughs and restaurants doing their own delivery, for instance, and mobile ordering and payment for dine-in guests is starting to catch on as a labor saver. When Cooper's Hawk Winery and Restaurants was finally able to resume its private wine club dinners this past March, some of its loyal customers were so happy to be back that they were moved to tears. It's a sign of the strong connection the chain has forged with its guests, many of whom are part of its monthly wine club. Their eagerness to return last year helped boost the chain's sales by 32% compared to 2019, establishing it as one of the fastest-growing full-service brands in the country. It was part of a big comeback for experiential dining in 2021. You couldn't walk 10 feet in Chicago's vast McCormick Place earlier this week before tripping over another plant-based food product at the National Restaurant Association show, which ended Tuesday. But the culinary demos proved you don't have to use a breaded vegan chicken breast or burger analog as is. 
Chefs turn the products into high-protein noodles, empanadas, meaty onion soup, and more. That was just one of the trends emerging from the show that can impact menus in the long term. Others included elevated zero-proof mixers and cocktails, bars and restaurants targeted to women, minorities and other niche customers, flexitarian eating, and low-labor value-added global ingredients, such as chimichurri, furikake, and chili crisp. And that'll do it for today's edition of RB Daily. Find a new episode every weekday wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Heather Lally. And I'm Joe Guskowski. Have a great day.